This is episode 113 of Bella in Your Business. The next series of episodes are from a previously recorded live event training series that Erica Goodwin and I did together. The following is a past recording, but the information is just as juicy. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. The Jump Into Marketing Talk Show. This is our talk show where we actually give you 12 live trainings. And I believe this is show 10. My co-host, Erica, is up in Canada. Erica, how are you? You guys good? How are you? Good. And today we're going to be talking about social proof and how you can use the social proof to actually catapult your pet business. Erica, have you ever been out there before and you're looking for a service and you see one service that has like maybe one five-star reviews and another one that has like a hundred and you're, you're automatically drawn to the hundred one, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And so pet businesses are just like that, right? Everyone is like, who should I trust? Are they good? Can we do it? And so it's a really big deal on how to get more reviews, but also how to take all of that amazing praise that we get and turn it into that social proof that will get us more clients. I'm so excited about this show today. Erica, why don't you take a minute and introduce yourself to us in case people don't know who you are? Awesome. So my name is Erica Godwin. I am the co-founder of ProPet Software, kennel management software. And I'm also the uh, owner of Barketing Solutions, which is pet business websites. So we do your entire website from start to finish. And we do all of your monthly hosting, support, maintenance, etc. That is totally amazing. <laughs> new report feature that we're looking into right now. And if it's as cool as it looks, we'll be offering that to our uh, plus subscription members. Fantastic. That's something cool to check out and see what's coming, huh? Erica, I just love your websites. I send so many of my coaching clients. I am a pet business coach who helps people all around the world. And your websites, first of all, like the caliber, the beautifulness of them just cannot be beat. And combined with the low ticket price is just like hands down the best thing out there. So I highly recommend you all get that. My name is Bella Vasta from Jump Consulting. And my thing that I got going on is a mastermind. And Erica, I kind of had an entrepreneurial seizure last week. I don't know if you saw it, but you know what I'm doing now? No. Wait, the Boston thing? Yeah. Yeah. I I decided, yeah, I decided since I was going to a conference in Connecticut that I might as well see my grandmother in Boston. And while I'm seeing her, I might as well see if people want to get together for a workshop. So we're already half sold out on this workshop and we're doing fourth quarter marketing so that everyone can know exactly what to do in October, November, and December, and then reuse it every single year. I just love doing what we do. We just get to be creative and help people, right? What's up, Laura, joining us? So without further ado, Erica, why don't you just tell us what the heck is social proof? I know this is like a buzzword and stuff, but why don't we start off with defining what we're talking about first? So essentially, social proof is borrowing third-party influence to sway and persuade people to buy your product or use your service. So as an example of that, if you take a look at my website, I have a testimonial review from Bella kind of saying how our websites are awesome and that it's her clients use them and she recommends them. So that right there, that is social proof. For the pet industry, having a pet industry influencer on your website, recommending your services, that is kind of like the definition of social proof. 
Some other examples are reviews. So reviews that are on Google or on Facebook that you can tell who actually wrote them. That's really good social proof as well, what Bella was talking about. So that's something that's really important to focus on. Having reviews on your websites is okay, but most likely someone's not going to go to your website and look at your reviews and testimonials because you can write whatever you want on your website, but Facebook and Yelp and, and Google don't lie. They're your actual clients writing it and other people can see that. Now, is there a such thing as negative social proof? Well, there is. And that's kind of when you go out and kind of bash other companies. So that's why you don't want to go out and say, if you're a professional pet sitter, don't go out and bash Rover and say, Rover's awful, you should use that. So that's negative social proof. And what you think mm-hmm. is promoting your business is actually doing the opposite and might give people a bad view on your company because they're like, oh, that's kind of weird. Why are they trashing their competitors? I don't like that. So uh-huh. you want to spin it more into a way where everything that you post is positive and you're not being negative towards other people or other companies. Yeah, that could be totally off-putting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know that it's not just reviews, right? There's like a lot of different types. Can you break them down for us? So there's a lot of different types. There's five or six that we're talking about. Some are more geared towards different industries. So it kind of depends on what your business does. But we can go through a couple of the different types and uh, talk about how you can use it. Yeah, explode our mind for a minute and let us understand, you know, that it really is more than just our world of pet business. And it's more than just reviews as well. There's different ways that you can use social proof to get more clients. So one of these is kind of like a mini case study. So I know I realize we're not tech companies as pet sitters, but there is ways to use your clients' problems and frustrations and spin it into a case study where you kind of talk about their problem and how you solved it, your solution. So tell a story about how you've reached your clients emotionally and helped them. I know there's one, maybe you have a client who you showed up at their house for pet sitting and their basement was flooding. So these are things that people might not talk about where, for example, if you're a pet sitter and you want to reach people and talk about why pet sitting is important, if you weren't actually pet sitting at their house, then you might not have caught the flooding and there could be a lot more damage. And if you could go in and you catch it early, you're saving them a lot of money and peace of mind. So this is some things that your clients might not talk about, but talking about this situation and explaining it is social proof, right? Got it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love that. And that's exactly what I did when I was a pet sitter, because Mm -hmm. I think it's important to kind of like show it's not bragging. It's just telling a story. You got to put your journalistic hat on it and show like, hey, guys, this is what I do, because it only takes really this much to right. really stand out because no one's willing to do the work. It just takes a tiny little bit. Damien, yeah, it's nice to see you here. And what's up, Cheryl and Laura and Chloe for joining us. I know we've got a lot of people here on Instagram. Oh my gosh, Paternal Pet Care, Danis Doggies, Baby's Pals, Tip Top Pet Hotel, Emerald City Puppy Power. That's a tongue twister. What's up? Thanks for joining us all. So Erica, I love this because it's such a different spin on just you know, ask people for reviews, which isn't what we're saying today. I mean, there's so much more to it that you could be doing and we'll give you ideas for content for your website. So we do have to touch upon, you know, the testimonies and reviews. So how can we build that? So you can build off of that. So one more example for the mini case studies is if you're a dog trainer, this is really important because if you can show how you retrained a dog that maybe was going to get put down because they're so bad behaviorally and you change them, 
into a dog that is really behaved and listens, that's huge. If you can do that case study, that can bring you a lot of social proof and get you some more clients. The before and afters. Exactly. And I mean, that yeah. for anything that could be from maybe as a, you're a daily dog walker and you brought in a dog that was 80 pounds. And after dog walking for, I don't know, three, six months or whatever, the dog lost 10 pounds. So they're yeah. healthier and now there's less vet bills and this and that. So I love that one. Jump outside the box and think about how you can create and tell stories about how your business emotionally helps your customers or could save them money and, and that kind of stuff. So I love it. So think outside the box. There's tons of different directions you can take that. So what do you say to the person who's like afraid to get reviews or they're just like really shy? They're like, I don't want to be conceited. I don't want to act. I feel funny. How can we build those testimonies and reviews, Erica? So if you're too scared to get reviews and testimonials, well, your competitors probably aren't. So they could now be a little bit perceived better than you, whether they are or not, just because they have the guts to ask for testimonials. Most of your clients, they're probably busy and they're not going to go do it on their own. But if you send them an email, one of the things that you want to get them when they're emotionally really happy with your business. So as soon as you see an up and like, oh my God, I loved your service. My dog's so happy. He's tired. He slept for a week after he came back, blah, blah, blah. That right there is when you want to jump all over it and be like, I'm so glad your dog was happy. I would really appreciate a review or a testimonial. Send them the direct link where they can go and write it. Make sure it's not just in an email. You want them to actually physically write the uh, testimonial review. And say, it would really help me improve the business for next time and this and that. And most likely they're going to be, oh, absolutely. I'll give you a review. I loved it. And they'll go write you a review. So the big thing is make it really easy for them. Don't just say, oh, go check us on Facebook and write a review. Send them the direct link of where they can go to write that review. I mean, don't be afraid to ask. Google it. Look at different ways that have worked for people to ask for reviews. You can get scripts so you don't have to think that up yourself. So Erica, as you were talking about this, we are reading Never Lose a Customer Again. It's by Joey Coleman. It's an incredible book and we're using it as basically a textbook. We don't ever do that. But this month Mm -hmm. in the Mastermind, because we talk about the customer experience, there is a part in here and I'm going to just share it with everyone and I'm sure Joey wouldn't mind. And it talks exactly about that. It talks about how when a customer is going through the emotions in the first hundred days of the experience of your company and how a lot of companies don't join them on that experience. They're like, well, thanks for your money, you know, but when they're excited, the company doesn't get excited with them. So what Joey's saying here, I just picked one of them. There's another one. I can't find it that quickly. This is totally like impromptu. Hi, Sally. Can we ask a favor? It will only take three minutes of your time. As a small family-owned business, we care very deeply about the experience of our customers and want to make sure we're always providing high-quality products and top-notch service. Can you share your thoughts here and let us know how we're doing? Thanks so much. And then what happens is it's a survey. And if they give them like four or five stars on the survey, they get a follow-up email. And you can automate a lot of this Mm -hmm. that says, thank you so much for your experience. A lot of people are kind of scared to use us or... They might experience the same apprehension and your kind words, if you would, would mean so much to them. He puts it a much better way at the beginning of the book. But for those people that do have the book, it's on page 247. But I just wanted to say that what Eric is saying here is so stinking important. And there's so many ways that you can join them on this journey of excitement that they just had with your company and turn that into good social proof. Absolutely. And like a lot of your softwares, like for example, in ProPet software, we have thank you emails that go out after a stay. 
pop out, you can actually opt certain people out of it if you want. But like the day after they pick up their dog at the kennel. Yeah. That's exactly where we put in, we tell our clients, put in a link to your Facebook, put in a link to your Google uh, reviews and just automatically, whenever the thank you email sent out, it's like, we'd love to hear from you. And you would see how, how many more reviews our clients are getting just from adding that to an automated page. Yeah. What other quick tips do you have for testimonies and reviews? Well, for testimonials, you do want to add some on your website, but you want to keep them nice and short. So no one, if you go to the front page of your website, have a few testimonials, but don't have one that's like 10 paragraphs. No one's going to read it. So you want to add like short little snippets that you can basically see it for a glance. And then if you want to have your own testimonial page to read more or to have the full testimonial, you can click read more. We need uh-huh. short and sweet so just you can quickly see it. Like even if it's like, oh, I love this pet sitting company because they come to my house and they caught my flood and like something. And then they called the company and got it all taken care of. So when I got back, I didn't have the big mess and blah, blah, blah. Or just, but just like a short snippet that somebody can easily glance at and understand. That's uh, important as well. Awesome. You have a statistic here that according to research done by Nielsen, 92% of people will trust a recommendation from a peer and 70% of people will trust recommendation from someone they don't even know. That's powerful and scary all at the same time because we don't know who's actually leaving these reviews, right? (laughs) And people are like trusting them. Emmy asks, what's the software you mentioned, Erica? So software that we use is ProPet software. It's kennel management software. So kennels, trainers, groomers, and daycare is what it's meant for. But I don't know if uh, the pet sitting softwares might have it, uh, the thank you messages as well. Yeah. So let's turn it into social media. How can we get social proof on social media? This one's the fun one. This one's a really fun one. Social media is so powerful. So, I mean, some of the things that you can do is you're sharing these photos of your clients, dogs on social media, right? So when you share those, you don't want to just share a random photo and not tag them in it or anything. This is so powerful. So when you add a photo, I mean, you can ask them, do you mind if I tag you? Do you want me to tag you in updates? So you get pinged when we add a photo or when you give an update. Most of the time, people love photos of their pets, especially if you're away in like Jamaica, Dominican, and you want that thing. You want to see that your dog's having fun, your cat's not having any issues. So what you can do is you post that on social media, put a little watermark on the photo. Most likely that customer, once you tag them, is going to share it on their wall. And that's free advertising. That's free social proof right there. They're sharing it saying, oh my gosh, look, my dog's having so much fun. They're going to look at it. And if they share it, they now see your Facebook page. And they see your logo and they're going to be like, oh, I never heard of this place. Or, oh, I'm going to check them out. If you're not friends with your clients on Facebook, you can always just shoot them an email too and say there's more pictures. I've got a really good example of someone who does yeah. a really great job at this. Actually, a little story here. Gilbert Dogs 24-7. Actually, it's called Dogs 24-7 parentheses Gilbert slash AZ or Gilbert Dogs you can go to. They do a terrific job of this. And and I know this because I had a friend who used to take her dog to this place. Actually, she still does. And she used to rave about them. Like they have doggy prom. Who has doggy prom? They have doggy prom. And she would constantly be sharing pictures of her dog from their page. They don't need watermarks because when you share it from the page, you see where it's coming from and who's loving on them and what the original post is. But they just do a really great job 
of sharing the love that's going on. And a lot of the times their people are in the pictures with them. And the story comes full circle here, Erica. When I was just speaking in Pasadena to the Boarding and Groom Expo, the owners were sitting in the front row of my networking shop. And I was like, I know you guys. Like, I totally know you guys because of your social media, because of your social proof. And I told them that I wanted to have them on my podcast too, just to talk about this because they actually take it that next step. It's not just a picture of a dog's back as you're walking it saying, yeah, we're walking Max today. It's good to get going, but it's really important to get out of that stage of those boring videos all the time and to lead it more towards social proof. Tell that story. Like Erica was saying, like, this is Max and Max used to be 10 pounds more when I started walking him. And now he's this, and here's my top tips for this. And then repurpose that into a blog. So Max's owner works long hours. So we come and walk him once a day to make sure he stays healthy. You can even tell a little bit more about the situation and other people that see it might be able to connect on the emotional level. Be like, oh man, I really work long hours too. Maybe I should walk my dog. I feel bad. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Or when people are looking at your website and then they go to your Facebook for that social proof to see what you're doing. I always called it 360 degree view. It's like the real time, like what's going on today. They want to see something happening today, not just you sharing someone else's post, right? So when they go there and they can see, oh yeah, she's walking that person's dog too. And that person works long hours like I do. Now all of a sudden they can see themselves as a client of your company. And they can relate. Powerful. And also when it comes to that, there's also, you're going to have probably a few clients who are ambassadors. They might tell people about uh, your business and that's good. So if you can have some ambassadors and maybe you offer a small referral fee for new clients and sign up. Social media uh-huh. is a great way to share that, especially if they're in a local Facebook group. Yeah. How about icons? I see a lot of icons. Oh, Destiny just joined us on Instagram. She's like, I just love her. Hi, Destiny. What's up? Tell us about trust icons and what what are those and how can those help with social proof? Like, what are they? Yeah. So, I mean, trust icons are icons you put on your website that give you a little bit more credibility and build your trust with your clients. So sometimes you'll see you go to a website and it has a bunch of icons. Some might not really mean anything because if, for example, you go to a website and you see they're using some specific software or they're in a chamber of commerce, that might not really matter. But when you see, oh, they're CPR certified. Oh, that's really great. Or, oh, good. They're bonded and insured. This is really important to me. I Now I gain trust in your organization because I see these trust icons. Maybe they show that you're an aggressive dog trainer and you're certified. So yeah. icons that give your company some more levels of trust compared to your competitors. Now, Erica, where should those be on the website as a website guru? Where would you say? Should they be at the very top of the website? I usually put them at the bottom. So the top of the website is all call to action and they go to your website, you have to give them the information they want. If they're yeah. scrolling down, that means they're more interested and once, right. they, once they scroll down and then see those, it might add that extra level of trust to help them take the next steps and book. The only icon you should have is that for like the main page of your website that cutoff is your logo. You yeah. should not have Pet Sitters International or NAPS mm-hmm. or Business Insurance the Carolinas or anyone else. It should be you and your brand and your business. So what about, can you get recommendations from like people around the area? Like, Vets. So that's huge. If you have a big vet in your area that's recommending you to people, 
ask them yeah. for the recommendation and put that on your website. That's huge if you have a vet that recommends you. Um, but don't keep it quiet because it's not going to help you as much. You might get yeah. new people that come to your website and say, oh, this vet recommends them? This is my vet. They must be good. Yeah. One thing that might be a little bit more difficult, if there is a celebrity client that or a well-known figure in your community that is willing to give you a review, that could be something else to think about. Maybe you're a doggy daycare and you have a well-known trainer in the area that everybody knows about. And the trainer mm-hmm. recommends you. Get that recommendation and put that on I love it. You guys, I have to say that the trust icons, this isn't just like an actual badge on your website. I love the ideas that you're giving. And I have another testimonial and one that I think every dog walker, pet sitter, border trainer, kennel, anyone that's watching in the pet business, if you have a relationship with a veterinarian, which many of you do, it's not that hard to get. And then you are now veterinarian recommended or veterinarian approved. Okay. And I worked very closely with a lot of veterinarians and I got one to go on video with me and say literally in a two minute video with me interviewing him that he trusts Bella's house of pet sitting and that we are the only ones that he would trust with his dog. And that sucker was all over everything. It was veterinarian recommended, veterinarian approved. And I used it in my phone script and I used it on my marketing materials and I used it on my website and I used it on Facebook and I used it everywhere. We were nationally and locally award-winning and vet recommended. Right. And that's another thing, having awards, people yep. see awards and like they automatically see, Oh, they want an award. They must be good. They must be credible, but yep. also make sure that the awards are recent and not like, Oh, I won best pet sitter in 2011. 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, that's good. But does that mean you haven't won an award since? Because does that yep. mean went downhill so make yep. sure keep them as current as possible and i would say there's a caveat to that too i would say like just because you won an award maybe five years ago it doesn't mean you can't talk about it you can still say award-winning pet care but if you're gonna put the emblem on there like you know angie's list gives this to you like angie's list super service award from 2011 and then it's 2018 right now <laughs> that might not do you as good plus i think they actually have rules that you can't have them up after the year but all kinds of towns have that kind of thing. So you can still tout that you're award winning, but I wouldn't necessarily put a badge on your website that dates you. Right. Okay? And so that means your marketing materials too. Think ahead. Like when you're doing marketing materials, is this going to date me? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Media mentions as seen in, as heard in all that stuff. We all know that, you know, it doesn't take much to get on the news or radio, but it awfully sounds pretty amazing when you say as seen in. Yeah, mentioned in. Yeah, I mean, it's just things that as a dog owner, if you see that on the website, automatically raises the credibility of your company. Yeah. Yeah. Local newspaper or you're on the radio or you're interviewed by a local radio station. I mean, yeah, or the newspaper or something, you know, and there's a lot of news jacking that this is totally off topic. I I think. (laughs) No, it's not. Okay, so we have a new princess. Megan Markle. <laughs> and guess what? The queen has rescue dogs. Yeah. Did I see any pet sitters writing about that or dog walkers or anyone in the pet industry? Mm-hmm. No. I was like nipping at the bite. Like if I had a company, I would have been all over that. I saw her post something. Who? Who? I think Kristen did. Little White Doghouse. I remember her posting oh, about, my, about the uh, beagle in the queen rock bar. Ma- 
Kristen, did you? Yeah, I saw she did, and I told her she should write a blog, and she said that was a good idea. I don't know if she did yet, though. Okay, I don't know if she wrote a blog. I do remember she did. Yeah. No, she did. She posted it, but it was someone else's when I first yeah, saw it. it so yeah. I think we should be posting our own stuff, and then we should be like contacting our local media. Our local media is always looking for cute little tidbits, whether it's to share on Twitter or Facebook, or to actually talk about on the news, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think it would be a really cool way to connect with them. And then again, that ties back into the social proof because now you can be as seen on or as heard in or whatever it might be. There's so many just like current events that happen locally and nationally that it's easy to like go on the coattails of. Absolutely. For example, I saw a new Instagram feature where you... Yeah, you do. You're good. You're on top of that. So when I saw that come out, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to share this. And instead of just share, I wrote my own article, got my own screenshots and shared it. So there's... That was a good one. ...that you can do and uh, share that to your followers. Newsjacking, baby. (laughs) Newsjacking. All right, let's talk about data and numbers and facts. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so I mean, this is something where another way to improve your social proof is telling your customers how many pet sits have you done. If you're a big company, you've been around for a long time, maybe you've done 100,000 dog walks or 200,000 pet sits. When you go to a website and you see that, you're like, wow, they've done a lot. They must be credible. They must be trusted, right? So I mean, if you're a new company, it might not be a good one for you. But if you've been around for a long time, these are things that you can talk about. Maybe you won an award 10 years in a row. Yeah. That's social proof. So it's kind of giving data, numbers, facts. The you know who does a super good job at that, Erica? Who's that? Randa with uh, Pet Heroes. Okay. They do how many visits and walks in the last seven days, years in business, and number of employees. Yeah. It's really cool. You have to check out their website. They have it, and it's amazing. It's really cool. I love that idea. It's such a cool idea. What other ideas do you have? So that's some awesome transparency. Um, it could be maybe you are next to an airport and there's a lot of people that travel. Maybe you're the official kennel of an airport or you do something like that. That's very helpful too. Uh, I guess that, that is cool. One of the trust icons. But if you say, well, everybody, like a lot of people who use this airport or call the airport asking for something, or maybe you deal with um, dogs during transit, that's another fact that you can put on because that's pretty cool. Maybe as a trainer, you've helped avoid euthanization of hundreds of dogs. That's huge as well. That makes That's you good. incredible. You're going to feel super. If you see a trainer that was able to train hundreds of dogs and being able to get them adopted instead of euthanized, you're going to be like, wow, that trainer is awesome. And not even just that. You might want to pay a couple extra dollars for right? her because of that, you know? person is a great person. And I want to work with them. I want them to work with my dog. So there's different yeah. things. I mean, you can probably look back and think of facts that really set you apart and just kind of go on it and use it on social media, put it on your website. Yeah. Do you have any other ideas? That one? Any facts you can think of? No, no. I no, I, I think those are all really great ideas. Those are really great mm-hmm. ideas. The numbers and facts of data, I think we don't really think about that too much. But I'm always telling people to know their numbers. So let's use our numbers to our advantage, you know? You're a mastermind and you've been working on all your numbers. You should have some good data. Yeah, you could even say something like, you know, our business, we're so popular that we have increased by 33% this year. So I don't know, you could tell everybody that, you know. So what are some other ideas for social proof that you have? Well, I think some other ideas are if you talk about how you have limited availability and that make sure you book early because we have limited spots. If you talk about that and like we have a wait list, that just shows that you're wanted and that will make yeah. you 
So that you have an in-demand service and people are like, oh, I need to book them or I need to book them for the next trip because they're sold out now. So urgency, right? If you just, if yeah. you do a bit of urgency, it'll get people moving. Because if you don't, uh-huh. do that, they're like, oh, I'll just do it later. I'll do it later. Uh-huh. Uh, they keep putting it off. And people, uh, the fear of missing out is big. Yeah. So, and I mean, if you have a special, so say you come up with, I'm going to do uh, free dog walks on, maybe you have certain days of the week that are a little bit lower. Certain times of the year, you might want to put out a little bit of a promotion to kind of peak a different time that's your downtime. Put a time limit on it. So when they go to your site being like, hey, sign up today for this and you're going to get 10% off for the next month. But you want to make sure there's always some kind of end date and an urgency. So when they see it, they're like, oh, I better sign up right away. I don't want to miss yeah. out. That kind of thing. So that just gives social proof that you're in, in demand service and that they should be using you. Dog bosses, great ideas. Ideas for transitioning to another state and regaining new clients. Dog boss, do everything that you just did in your existing state. You know how to do it all. You just redo what you did. Facebook, do you guys have any questions? I love what we're talking about because it goes so closely into next week's training. I almost wish we could jump into it right now, pun intended, because next week we're going to talk all about how to actually partner with these businesses. So if during this training today, you've thought, yeah, but Bella, Erica, I don't know anybody. Like I've dropped off cupcakes and I can't ask the vet to endorse me just because I did cupcakes. No, you can't. But next week we're going to teach you how to actually connect with the community. So that means like apartment complexes saying like, I trust Erica. Use Erica. Yeah. Or it means like veterinarians saying like, so all these things that we're talking about today, it's like, if you don't have these relationships next week, I'm going to teach you exactly how to get these relationships. And um, I actually have an entire course on it, but we're basically going to be spilling the beans for free right here. And of course the ideas are just going to be endless, but just how to get, build those relationships so that you can use them in your blog, on video, on a podcast, on a Facebook live split screen. There's so many different ways that you can, in a nice way, exploit that relationship to give you the social proof that we're talking about today. So do you guys have any other questions or Erica, do you have any thoughts? I think one of the big things is to make sure you keep social proof positive and stay away from the negatives. And that's yeah, also, if you're that's going to um, on your website, if you're going to talk to a vet or a celebrity or something, make sure it's yeah. not controversial or has a lot of negative attached to them because that could also transfer to your business. So yeah, find that before you put anything on your website, make sure you know and you talk to the person that's uh, writing it to make sure, do some research and make sure it's yeah. not uh, not hurt your brand. I love that. I love that so much. What comes to mind when you're saying that is, yeah, you definitely have to know those people that are writing it, but you can't be afraid to ask for stuff. You just can't and put yourself out there. You know, the worst thing is, is they're going to say no. And guess what? You didn't have it to begin with. You know, you totally didn't have it to begin with. I know some people are thinking, well, there's a lot of comparison charts that have been made recently um, about one type of pet sitting company and another type of pet sitting company. And I don't think comparison charts are bad at all. I think they're great because it is, it's, you're just comparing, you know, you're not saying this is why they're wrong. You're just comparing. So I know that's going to be a question in some people's heads, but that's facts, right? So you're, you're not just trashing a company. You're saying, here's the facts. This is what this person offers. This is what this person offers. This is what this person offers. So totally better than just saying like, Oh yeah, don't go with this company. They're trash. 
Yeah, yeah, not, exactly. Not on you because that just looks like you're a negative person and people don't want to deal with negative people. Totally. Yeah. So Erica, as we close out the show, if people missed the beginning of it, why don't we tell people who you are and what you do and how they can get in contact with you because your product and my product does sponsor this show. <laughs> you and uh, our products work really great together. So my companies are ProPet Software, Kennel Management Software, and Marketing Solutions, which is your full website management solution. So we help you get you into a modern performing website. Uh-huh. And then we do your monthly maintenance hosting support, which works really great with Bella's Better Marketing with Bella. Many of the clients that use her blogs are able to just send us the details and we do all the optimization for that. So they don't have to worry at all. And the blogs are nice, optimized and getting lots of views. That's so cool. That's so cool. And I'm going to be actually jumping into the mastermind next, Erica, in about 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I have a lot of exclusive things in there. And I'm having this gentleman, Pat, come in and he's going to show us how this software that's only $39 can make it rain pet sitting applicants. Like oh. I was in disbelief, Erica. Like when I first, when this first came across my desk, I was like, yeah, right. Because I'm always saying there's two things as business owners we're solving more employees and more customers. Yeah. So if you can solve this more employees and then just have to market for more customers, how great would your life be? If you yeah. never lost an employee again, right? Not a customer, but an employee. If you always had them or you always you felt like, you know, I could let that person go because I know I've got so many more applicants and not be so many people are in bondage to their business. So I had a couple of pet sitters try it out before I went public with it. And I got these like three paragraph emails, Erica, being like, oh my God, this is amazing. Really? So is it better quality candidates? Is that what it does? Yeah. So what it does is it actually brings them through the process. It, t- it posts on 15 boards simultaneously. And then you can customize these things in there where, so you're not getting these like a hundred applicants and they're like, I have a dog. I have a truck. It's really cool. So it helps screen them for you. So what you end up with are really good and it's automated things. So it can keep going. So you always have applicants because without that, like here in Arizona, it's $25 to post one time on Craigslist. Wow. Really? One time. It's 40 a month for this we're all news by the end of the day. <laughs> so it's kind of like a no brainer, but I was like, does this really work? And it totally does. So I'm excited to go over there. That's the jump mastermind. You guys, if you want to know more, you can go to jumpconsulting.net forward slash jump dash mastermind. And you can use Bella 25 for $25 off your lifetime membership. If you decide to join us, Jay says, thanks for the helpful tips. Even this old guy learned a new few tricks. Jay, you're amazing. I love that you join us all the time. I guess that's it for the show, yeah? That's it for today. Fantastic. Thanks for another great show, Erica. Thanks, guys. See you later. Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.